Hello, everyone. This is Enpel, and I want to welcome you to Emociones Mixtas. Hoy vamos a hablar de a topic that's very important for us um, first-gen um, Latinx women, especially Mexican identity women in los Estados Unidos. Entonces, today's topic is do we feel more identified with Chicana or Mexicana? Sandra Cisneros, she wrote Mango, House on Mango Street, I'm sorry. She has a very good quote out there. She says, you're told you're a traitor to your culture and it's a horrible life to live. We're always straddling two countries. And we're always living in that kind of schizophrenia that I call being a Mexican woman living in an American society, but not belonging to either culture. In some sense, we're not Mexican. And in some sense, we're not American. And it's very strange to be straddling these two cultures and to try to define some middle ground so that you don't commit suicide or that you don't become so depressed or you don't self-explode. That is very good. Perhaps some of us may not take it to literate, but it does confuse us because we really don't identify not here nor there. So let's let's plot out the differences. The term of Chicana is an American woman, girl, of Mexican origin and descent. The term Mexicana-Americana is a U.S. citizen or resident of Mexican ancestry. So, when we hear Mexican resident, is that people do migrate from Mexico and then live over here. And they are still very close to their to their culture, to their home. They're just living in a new place. And I believe that those people who come from Mexico, well, Mexican Amer Mexican women who come from Mexico and live over here in the United States don't grow up with the with the identity problem, they already have a sense of who they are. They experience it later in life. So, I, it's more reasonable. They can consider themselves Mexican or Mexicana-Americana. Pero nosotras, que tenemos desde nacidas aquí, o sabes que tienes, te cruzaron aquí bien chiquita y Lo que tú recuerdas es vivir aquí. I'm talking about all my DACA recipients out there. So, I, I identify with both. Um, however, I'm kind of a bit distant from Chicano culture. I do believe they're more Americanized. They have at least, they're at least a second generation here. Um, 
in what Chicano culture is. My family's not into lowriders. We don't know that. Um, it's just a culture that's very much respectful, respectable and beautiful in their own sense. Um, I don't participate in like events like that. In, in where I live, there's a place called Barrio Logan. And I went for the first time in my life about two years ago or three, no, two, to a skate park with my boyfriend. I was scared because of usually it's like very stereotyped, but it was fun. However, I went for the first time by myself this year. I'm 22. And I walked alone and I heard that there was this good coffee shop called Por Vida. And I met this girl who, who is, I think she's studying to be a professor. And she graduated from the college I go to with a sociology degree as well. So, and we started talking about books and she recommended me to this library. And... I saw what a Chicana woman is now. Besides the Chicano culture, there's more to what a Chicana woman is. It's feeling like you're connected more to your culture, but in the United States. Sometimes we go to places and we feel so disconnected from everybody. but when we go to these type of places, we feel connected because it's it's our culture, it's our people, it's women that are first generation students who are writers, who are teachers, and that is, uh, like that's what Chicanx is, and I feel represented there. I feel I feel very connected there, and. I feel like the Mexican-American woman who came to the United States late could also feel represented there because although we're not in, we're not representing Chicano culture that's already been established, we are Chicanas of a new generation where we're changing the world, we're becoming people, we're, we're becoming significant people in society that are making an impact and honoring our culture so i really honored and appreciated my experience at chicano park i wish anyone or everyone can go because it's very nice to walk around i'm not sure what the library is called but it's new it's right there in barrio logan Look, you're going to want to Google this place called Por Vida Coffee Shop. Very good. I recommend the Orchata Boba. But just tell them not so much cinnamon because I was choking. <laughs> Se pasaron con la canela. Anyways, on that same street, if you keep going south, there's 
a building that looks kind of like a triangle in a corner. That's going to be your library. And the owner's a woman. And she has her kids there. It is awesome to see so many Chicanx books there and see see us owning a library see us sharing with other people of our culture books because that that is very important for us and i'm really liking how i feel identified with a lot of chicanx people because we're the next generation of educators of writers of becoming it you know I also feel very identified with Mexican-American. You know, I always go to Mexico every year, about once a month. My family is from Mexicali. Like, my main family, I got family everywhere in Mexico. Like, okay, not everywhere, but... I do have some family, like, my origins are from Jalisco, like, um, Ayutla, Cautla, Jalisco is where my great-grandpa was from, and then my great-grandma was from Colima, my other great-grandma was from Chihuahua, um, my great-grandpa's family from, and my grandpa is from Mazatlan, um, there's just a lot. And my grandma, she's from Puerto Vallarta area, a little village. So they all live in Mexicali now, most of them. And my grandparents were raised, born and raised in Mexicali. And I used to hate it as a kid, but now I love it. Even though I'm American, I'm Mexican-American because... I am still so connected to where my mom was raised, my grandmother was raised, my dad was raised, and I feel a part of it. At times, I do. I do feel like the Chicana girl in me who goes to the Mex, who goes to Mexico and still carries her habits from here, from the United States. But I can talk to people i can communicate with them and i'm so thankful that my parents never it there was never that conversation of oh should we teach them english or spanish like my mom she's fluent now in spanish but i bet when she came to the country like she was in high school and like she she had to learn the language and my grandparents are now learning and understanding the language too. So they always, perhaps by not having a choice, kept me connected to my roots. And I I do consider myself Mexicana-Americana. I think I'd rather label myself that, but I also consider myself Chicanex. However, I don't use the label Chicanx because I feel like it's now a, a culture. Um, this is very personal on how you consider yourself. This you might 
you might say, you know what? I don't screw labels. I'm just American. However, I don't feel American. I have identity. I have family over there. I do speak the language. And it is such a beautiful aspect of my life that, that I'm proud of it. However, how do you see yourself? How do you consider yourself is a different question. Like Sandra Cisnero said, or how Daka says, ni de aquí, ni de allá. Entonces, somos una generación nueva, we're experiencing new things, new, new ideas, and we're taking what our family brought up, were brought up with. And mixing them. And I know I'm not the only one. But there are many people who feel very proud of their Mexican heritage. And it's nothing ever to be ashamed with. But in the Chicanx thing. Perhaps like the Mexican American woman who came. Later probably never had to deal with the identity issues as a child. Um, I went to almost an all-white school, a very small amount of Mexicans, probably no African-Americans, no Native Americans, just a small amount of Mexicans with a white, white majority. And I hung out with a lot of white people. I spoke English for the majority of time. And then in high school, it all changed. No, middle school. I, my, my middle school friends, it was like more like the white and the, and the Mexican and black people. We all like mixed up. And that's why like middle school was like a good time. Because it wasn't like we didn't know about that. However, in like high school, I noticed I just talked to Mexican people. You know what? I talked to some white people because a lot of I, I can talk to them, but like hang out with them and have close friendships. Like it wasn't elementary school anymore. It was like, OK, but then I felt unidentified hanging out with Mexican kids, even though I was Mexican. Because their experiences were different from mine. Or they still lived in Mexico and crossed over here to go to school. I felt pretty privileged. Um, I would talk to white people. Not a lot, but like have a distant relationship as friends. And Mexicans didn't like that. Or white people didn't like the Mexicans I would hang out with. So I'm very much the person in the middle. <laughs> and I believe that other people feel the same way because we talk to everybody. We want to be involved with everybody. But at the same time, it's 
it's very separated like the white people won't ever understand our struggles and i won't ever understand struggles from someone who lives in mexico and has to cross every day but i enjoy having that friendship and i enjoy listening to different or you hang out with like mexican americans that have different socioeconomic status from you and they either have it lower or higher than you you'll meet a lot of people with different backgrounds and it's very very inspiring and i think that's the whole process of like chica next that you're surrounded by so many so many backgrounds and friendships and relationships of people that it builds your persona it builds character so i know the mexican-american woman the mexican-american woman who's like a resident or on a work permit here can probably experience all of that but it's different when you're raised since you are a young girl you are here your whole life and that's all you know um it's probably hard for us to connect with like friendships in mexico because they work very different um it's very very our cult the culture here is very different from over there like it's like more here you can become your own person and it's it's like cool but over there in mexico it's kind of like oh you have to do this oh you have to follow this you know or it's like the traditional way of doing things and here we we kind of break traditions we kind of make traditions better and i hate to be that person oh like oh, the united states is better i'm not saying anyone things better because when you go to mexico you have a blast with your primas and primos and tios and tias however it's it's impacting when you're here and i want to bring all my cousins here so they can see all the culture all the diversity here you don't really see that anywhere else in the world and i'm glad to be my my nationality is i don't know how to say it so i'm born in the united states i'm mexican my parents are mexican and my whole family is mexican if you want to get too specific of it my ancestry is 30 percent indigenous and 31 percent spaniard so i see like that 50 50 line the 30 and the 31 i'm 31 united states and 30 mexico like i feel connected in that sense it's so it's half of me and half of here but not half of like American here, like half of Chicanex and half of Mexicana. So I, like I said, it's very personal how you consider yourself. Take the terms I told you, take the quote I said, really talk to your family about this, talk to your friends. And I want to wrap that up today. Thank you for listening to Emociones Mixtas with Enpal and see you guys next time. Have a good one.